Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Daniel Guest, and welcome to the Imagine Golf Podcast, brought to you by Imagine Golf and PXG. You can go to our site, ImagineGolf.com, to see all of our offerings, including our free drills, our practice plans, our golf eBooks and videos, or to book a lesson with me, either at our state-of-the-art studio right outside of Philadelphia, or virtually through our partner, GolfLiveApp.com. And you can sign up for our free tips and videos that go out once a week, every week, by simply dropping us your email. Well, 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 if you uh, haven't heard the news, um, the PGA Tour and Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, or PIF, have officially merged. And what an announcement that is. And, and, and the way it happened was absolutely crazy, right? No one, I mean no one, including the players that are on the PGA Tour, knew until it came out in social media. So that unto itself is a little crazy. Um, there's been a lot of things going on behind the scenes that, uh, I'm not privy to. And obviously a lot of people aren't privy to as well. Um, but it's been being discussed, um, for a long time now, over six months, the two sides have been, um, discussing this possibility, if you would. And, and, uh, to be a candidate, look, I always thought it was going to happen. I think a lot of people thought it was going to happen. It had to happen at some point. The, the AFL and the NFL merged and, and a lot of soccer leagues have merged, um, to come together. I think in the end, it's good for golf. Um, I know it's good for golf. Um, and in my personal opinion, I, I hope they keep them a little separate for, for the time being because um, it, the, uh, the entities are definitely unique, right? The Live Tour is totally unique from the PGA Tour and vice versa. So um, it would be nice to keep them separate, in my personal opinion, and then maybe have some um, events where they're combined, if you would, or, or even against each other, right? A little competition there. But... Um, in the end, it's it's really no surprise, right? Um, I I kind of stayed out of it, you know. Being a, an instructor, you know, you have we have forty three hundred different uh, students, if you would, with forty three hundred different opinions. So I I really can't be controversial and taking one side over the next uh, for feel of a, uh, alienating um, students, if you would. And I certainly don't want to do that, right? So, but when asked, look, I was I was always a fan of competition. I'm a fan of live. I've been to numerous live events and. It's different, you know. It's it's a totally different vibe and a totally different atmosphere, if you would. Um, that being said, was I, um, you know, only a live guy? Absolutely not. I'm a golf guy first and foremost, right? I love golf. I love watching golf. So I never understood the rift. You know, you either you had to pick a side. It seemed like you had to be on the PGA side or you had to be on the live side, right? Um, and uh, and I wasn't that guy. So and I'm still not that guy. But I. Uh, let me, let me just go over a couple different things as to why it's no surprise um, that Liv and, uh, and the PGA um, have come to some type of agreement. But, you know, first and foremost, um, there is a huge antitrust uh, uh, lawsuit or litigation going on right now. And it was pretty well, in different circles, man, it was pretty well thought that uh, the PGA was going to lose. And if that happened, that was going to be a big, big problem for the PGA, right? So now with this merger, um, all those legal battles are solved, if you would. They're all put aside, um, they're all withdrawn, and they're moving on. So um, I don't know. I won't. I don't want to say that is the reason, right? Because there's certainly many, many other reasons, but that definitely had a big part in it. Um, when you look at back in like July, I think it was like July 11th uh, last year. Even the Department of Justice was looking into the PGA Tour for their anti-competitive stance, if you would. Look, you know, I don't know a lot about a lot of things, but I don't. I know as a business owner, you don't want the Department of Justice anywhere near your business in any way, shape, or form. So 
that was that was a problem as well, right? So um, that that had to end, right? Um, if you look at some of the success that Liv has had, right? Obviously, with recruiting, they've recruited some of the best golfers in the world. Um, that's not disputable, right? I mean, just look at Brooks Kepka lately, right? But on top of that, Cameron Smith. I mean, at the Masters, they had three finish in the top ten, uh, or four finish in the top ten. At the PGA, they had three finished in the top ten. So there, there is no no discounting or discrediting that Liv has some some champions and some quality golfers on the tour, if you would. Um, and the whole argument of uh, the sponsorship, if you would, or you know who 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 is back in the the um, the Live tournament, always struck me as odd. You know the whole morality, the selective morality, you know, point of view that always struck me as odd. Um, because when you look, um, a little bit underneath the covers of the PGA and you look at some of the sponsors that do business with Saudi Arabia, um, the list is long, man. And distinguished AT&T chase, uh, JP Morgan, Pfizer, AIG, uh, 3M bank of America, um, FedEx <laughs> that always struck me as odd, right? The FedEx cup. Um, is the, one of the biggest uh, uh, events in the PGA Tour, and yet they do business with Saudi Arabia, and everyone says, oh, wait, you know, I don't like anything to do with Saudi Arabia. So that always cracked me up. Um, Deloitte, Pepsi, Coke. I mean, I could go on and on. All these companies, and, and many of them are Fortune 500 companies, do a sizable or significant business with Saudi Arabia and are sponsors on the PGA Tour. So that, that wasn't going to go well. You can't keep bashing your sponsors' um, business dealings, if you would, um, and, and expect that to go well. So I'm sure that had um, a part in it. Um, I thought it was interesting that it's almost to the, to the day, the year, if you would. I mean, Liv started uh, the first tournament in London last year was June 9th. And here we are one year, just under well, three days under one year, and the announcement is made, right? Um, the broadcasting um, piece of it had a lot to do with it as well. Say what you want about uh, people not showing up to live events, no one watching live. That's just not true. Um, a lot of people were showing up, and the viewership was significantly up in just one year, if you would. And live had gone on and signed a, a couple significant deals. So um, the the most famous, obviously, is with the uh, with the CW, the actual. Uh, broadcasting partner in the U.S., but they signed about half a dozen to eight different deals with worldwide sponsors all across the world, if you would, um, specific in, in every country that they wanted to. So they they were getting a worldwide audience and starting to get traction, and I'm sure that had that had gotten the attention of the um, of the PGA uh, leadership, if you would. So um, look, I'm not defending either one. I'm, I'm a fan of golf, as I mentioned. I'm excited to see. All the noise go away, all the distractions that go to go away and get back to just some playing some awesome golf. And I got to tell you, I'm super excited to see everyone that was so outspoken, all right, on either side have to eat crow, if you would, and how they're going to react to that, right? Um, Hank Haney calls it the corrupt golf media, right? I want to see what these corrupt golf media people have to say now, right? What do you say now, Brandon Chambly, right? What do you say now, right? Um, some of the guys on the Golf Channel, right? It's just going to be crazy. Um, and it's also going to be interesting to see what about all the money that was turned down? I mean, if you look at Tiger Woods as a perfect example, he, I mean, he doesn't need any money, right? But he was offered between 700, 800, and even a billion dollars 
to join the tour, right? I'm pretty sure that money's off the table now, right? But what about all these other guys, all right, are, that were on the tour that were offered money? And by the way, everybody on the PGA Tour um, considered moving at some point. Don't think for one second that uh, a, a tour, a player on the PGA Tour and their agent either didn't, either A, wasn't contacted by Liv, or B, didn't reach out themselves to see what the what the offering was. There's not a single one of them that didn't do that. I guarantee it, right? And, and you would too, right, if you had $30 million dollars uh, on the table available to you. But um, it's going to be interesting that 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 lower tier guy, if you look at quartiles, the bottom quartile, of the PGA tour, the guy that, you know, is 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 making a living, but not making a great living that was offered some significant money to go to live. Um, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see what those guys do now. Right. Is that money still available to them and how how the two are going to treat or how they, the one is be what is going to treat um, defections from one league to the next? Um and the world golf rankings, man, they look really stupid now, don't they? Right, taking out all the live golfers in the world golf. I I had to laugh. I was watching the tournament uh, in Muirfield, Ohio, this week weekend, and they talk about the top two golfers in the world, um, and they didn't mention a single person on live. I mean, can you imagine? Right, not even if you just you know, even if you think that, right? But just to say that didn't even make any sense. You mean to tell me that? Brooks Kepka isn't in the top two golfers right now in the world. Come on, man. So, um, so I'm happy to see all that noise go away, right? Let's focus on the game itself. Um, I do think there's value in that unity piece, if you would. And uh, I'm really looking forward to, to what's coming up in the future, right? So I'm sure this is not going to be um, the only podcast that we do on the subject. And I'm sure I'll get a lot of negative and positive reviews for, for my stance and and again, I'm, I'm not defending either one. I, I thought that the PGA did a poor job in handling on their end. And I thought that Liv probably did a poor job on the way they approached um, the, uh, the whole thing from the start, if you would. But all that's water under the bridge now. We have one league and uh, it's going to be interesting, right? It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. If you love golf, there's never been a more exciting time in golf, in my opinion, anyway. So look, man, that's all I have today. Um, Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hit the follow button below or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to check out our site, imaginegolf.com, and you can follow us on all the social media platforms. And as always, here's to getting you the game you've always imagined.